Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 165 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your camp counselor, uh, Santa Testicle. Why do you do this? First, first, first and last name. <laughs> Why do you do this? Um, and before we, uh, oh, we're back to bring the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and bloody cult. <laughs> I just come find our words. Um, there you go. There we go. Bloody cult. Um, we got to catch up on any of the weird news you may have missed. Um, and David. Yeah. I have a very spooky story right here. Mm-hmm. As Texas homeowner says, hooker ghosts have taken over rental property. They're trying to stir up business. So Whoa. it's uh it's pretty cool. So I gotta read this article in its entirety. It's absolutely insane. So a Texas woman made a spooky discovery about her rental home in Gainesville after several renters claimed it's haunted. Linda Hill, owner of Hill House Manor. Okay, a little too on the nose. That's I mean come on, come on. What are you doing there? Um, you knew it was haunted, lady. <laughs> she told Jesse Walter Primetime. <laughs> Who's that? Jesse Waters Primetime? Uh, anyway. Uh, Monday, uh, she was taking a shower when she heard someone say, looking good. Oh, shit. I thought it was my husband. I mean, he and I were the only ones in the house, she said. However, it was not her husband making the comments. It was a ghost, she added. I, I spoke to him, you know, he told me I was looking good. I said, thank you. And I asked him what he had been doing that day. And we had a conversation and he left, Hill explained. She added that she believes the home has many different types of ghosts. We've got kids and we've got old people, old guys, and we've got hookers. <laughs> she told old people and old guys. <laughs> Whoa. And hookers. Um, she told Jesse, uh, wa- waiters, uh, the most common type of ghost that comes around are hookers. Hill claims <laughs> male renters. She says, uh, she said, have told her that they have felt someone stroking their face, stroking their arm or touching their shoulders. Why are we beating around the bush here? I mean, don't use the adjective stroking and then be like face and shoulder. Yeah. But- is there, is it for rent? <laughs> No, here's what she wrote. She she also she kind of addresses it. She goes, host Jesse Waters uh, quipped uh, that the good thing about a hooker ghost was that you do not have to pay it. Okay, this is high quality <laughs> entertainment. And she says, she said, that's right. Hill responded. Uh, they tried to stir up business, but they can't figure out a way to conclude the transaction. So nothing ever happens. Cry many. <laughs> the ghost is like, you got Venmo? Like, what the fuck? What do you mean? They can't figure out. I want to see this hooker ghost. You don't got no go- ghost dollars? <laughs> I want to see this hooker ghost and this renter arguing, being like, okay, like, do you have Zelle? Like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know how the, I don't have the app. PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. No, I don't have PayPal. Oh, I guess. V-Bucks? <laughs> V-Bucks works. $14, $14 gift night? Uh, oh, my God. What? I just had a stroke. Fourteen dollar gift night. That's a fun night, though. <laughs> That's a fun That's night. A really fun Are you night. basically bring a fourteen dollar D- gift D- card. David, please say what I was trying to say. 
$14 Fortnite card. Here we go. That's what I wanted yeah. to say. $14 gift night's really good. So um, the Hell House Manor owner said a ghost did follow a renter home one time, but eventually got tired. She said she told the man to tell the ghost to come home, and they did. She came back She came back up here. And just to uh, finish this off, she said the renter, the rental home reportedly has been a popular spot in recent months for paranormal investigations, staying the night to uh, – paranormal investigators to stay the night to figure out the Mm -hmm. alleged phenomenon it's such a fucking smart idea to be like my airbnb is haunted by hookers yeah so good yeah i mean if i was in gainesville i'd spend the night you know what i mean yeah i love i just love someone caressing my face i hope that one's on the house bring ghost dollars and echoplasma okay say it again Echoplasma? Plasm? <laughs> what do they have at Ghostbuster? What's the that they called? $14 gift night. $14 gift night. Ectoplasm. Um, every night. Ecto- Ectoplasm. There we go. Yeah. Well, we both have one. There we go. Candles. <laughs> you nailed that one. Yeah, can. Can. Shit. Candles. <laughs> Cantles. It's Cantles. Candles Cantaloes. that don't light. They don't smell like nothing. Can- yeah, they're can't. They're cantles. Should we make that? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, good. Uh, it's a fun gag gift. There's no wick. It's just, <laughs> it's just wax. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Oh fuck! Why are we talking about this on the podcast? We can't do this. We will sue anybody. You're gonna get sued. We have a paper trail, an audio paper you're trail. Down. You're fucking roasted. There's no way you're. You're copywriting a, a bowl full of wax before us. Fuck you. You steal my idea, I'm going to steal your house. <laughs> I'm going to send my hooker ghost over there, and she uses teeth. You're going to hate it. She died very violently. <laughs> she... <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. She doesn't look like the ghost from 13 Ghosts, okay? No, Not sir. that hot. No way, Jose. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but next story. Next story, uh, Minnesota Vikings accidentally salute porn star in moment meant for military members. Wait, what? Um, yeah, they had a thing on their jumbo screen where you could tweet in a picture of like yourself or a family member uh, who you know served in the military for a military event. Oh, it was Veterans Day? Yeah. Sounds like and, a military uh, event to me. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I don't think it was on oh. Valentine's Day. Or what? Valentine's. Jesus, man, we're a wreck tonight. <laughs> uh, but uh, someone named Kyle, who I can't see his <laughs> Twitter handle because you had, you know, you tweeted in a photo. He tweeted in Vikings. This is my cousin Joel, who served in the army. He has always been an inspiration and someone I look up to for his heroism. Was it Johnny? And he's also, and he is also a huge Vikes fan. Hashtag skull salute and yes, it is Johnny Sims in an army outfit. <laughs> oh my god, I've seen people do that for like their powerpoints and shit for like their high school yeah, projects, because... like doctor, firefighter, pizza delivery man. For the listeners who are unaware of Johnny Sims, uh, you probably would recognize him if you saw him. He, I, I do believe he is the adult. Uh, he's he's the porn actor stuntman whatever you call it 
equivalent. But I'm pretty sure he has been in the most videos of all time. You know what's weird? I've never seen a video with him in it. Oh, sure. I and, swear to God. Uh, but Mostly that's people aside in the dog point. costumes. <laughs> he might be in the costume. <laughs> Dalmatians. Um, bow wow wow. You be you be But yeah, so he's he's. I believe he's been in the most videos, and a lot of them have you know plots and stuff. And <laughs> so he's been a doctor. He's been in the army. He's pizza delivery boy. Pizza delivery guy. Extra meat pizza. A cop. Yep. Um, plumber. Plumber. Uh, he's just a jack of all trades. Yeah, he's he's basically acted as every prof- profession, so people use his image a lot. So yeah, they put they put good old Johnny Sins up on the uh, the mega screen. That's so funny at the U.S. Bank Stadium. That's so funny. Holy shit! Anyway, is that stolen valor? Um, you know, I don't think many soldiers would accuse him of that. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I think he gets a pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny gets a pass. Um. Speaking of porn stars, uh, hot dog vendor. Uh, I bet, uh, this would be a great next step for Sins' career. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dog vendor stabbed in alleged turf war with another hot dog vendor outside Petco Park. Mild stomping oh, grounds. San Diego. Yeah, because that's the Padres Stadium, right? It is the Padres Stadium. Uh, yeah. If you guys ever have a chance to go to San Diego. Uh, it's a cool stadium. Yeah, it's a cool stadium. It's right next to their downtown. It's a very like cool little downtown area very lively a uh, bunch of stuff down there but um a, i guess a 21 year old hot dog vendor was arrested for stabbing a person after an alleged turf war uh, uh between out of town vendors uh at petco park on saturday night uh apparently the person that was playing it wasn't a baseball t- game obviously because we're you know the season's over but uh bts no it was a guy named duke dumont and I okay. I didn't know I was like wait that name sounds familiar he has this it does he has this, he's like a DJ I think he's, I don't know what he is but Swedish huh. but um he has a song called Ocean Drive I really like it's like okay. it's a it's a good song and I didn't know it was him but apparently he's big enough to play out Petco Park so you guys probably know him um but yeah I guess there was like a I didn't know out of town hot dog vendors were a thing because you you do have to have a yeah, permit that's traveling hot dog man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you opening up your fucking briefcase and there's just hot dogs yeah. in there. I've got the roller in there. Dude, I went to a bar. Uh, can you believe it? I went to a bar the last Friday and I was sitting at the bar with Sam and this guy was sitting next to me and he looked like, okay, it looked like he had a home, but he didn't use the shower a lot or something like that. You know, like those guys okay. where you're like, they yeah, kind of plays overwatch. Yeah. They, yeah, well, he was a little bit older. He was in, like, his mid-50s, early 60s. And, uh, you know, just, like, kind of long, long, scraggly hair. Kind of looked like a rocker. But he was carrying a briefcase around, but he didn't look like a businessman. And he put That's it, cool. And he put it on the bar, and he said, can you wash this for me? I need to go rip one real quick. And walked outside and proceeded. So he's talking about a, a cigarette, correct? <laughs> and then after a half an hour, I went, I'm not watching this guy's briefcase anymore. And I walked outside, and he was still smoking a fucking cigar. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, that is not ripping one real quick. No, man. That's a that's a whole afternoon right there. Yeah. And I was like, um, I, I was just very confused. One, what was in that briefcase? Like, it, There was not 
any kind of business documents. It's like cigars. Probably just hair in there, like human hair or something, right? He could be a traveling cigar salesman. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I should have cracked it open. Um You should have. Did was it locked? I didn't touch it. My fingerprints mm. are gonna be all over that thing when they find a severed head in there. Well, that's why you burn them off first. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, hot dog vendors, I guess like, I mean, to be completely honest, like these hot dog vendors are a little aggressive. Sometimes I left, oh, I yeah. left the Hollywood bowl one time after a concert and, uh, I walked past no joke. I'm, I'm not exaggerating 40 hot dog vendors all next to each other in a line. And I was just thinking we, we, as we walked, how do you pick as we walked through, we go, Hmm. Is it better to be at the front of the line or the back of the line? Because at the back of the line, like you might get like people who are like, I want a hot dog and they go to the first person. Or you might be somebody who goes, I don't want a hot dog. And as you walk past 39 of them, you go, you're like, you're, um, what's it called? Slowly breaks down your ability to say no to a hot dog. Your will to live. Your will slowly breaks down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you could be, if you're towards the back, you go, oh, okay, I'm going to get one now. So, like, I don't know where I'd want to be in the hot dog line. I mean, a hot dog's a hot dog. Yeah, No, but I'm saying they're all, like, equal, but, like, yeah. you know, like, where do you break down? Are you just going to get one right away? I'm not a guy that, that walks up out of a stadium and goes, I want a hot dog. I need some convincing. I still haven't had a hot dog from a street vendor because I'm still a little nervous when I see him cooking it on the, the, the cookie sheet. I know it's good, okay. smells good, looks good. Hot dogs are hot dogs. But still, I get a little nervous because I've had some bad food poisoning. So I just get a little – and I know hot dogs are pre-cooked, but I don't know. Yeah. It's the things living on it. It's not that the meat's not cooked. It's the things living on it you got to yeah, burn off. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you a hot dog guy outside of a, a event guy? I'm going to be honest. I don't think there is a single hot dog cart in Eugene. Um, They're usually not carts. They're usually like – well, you know what I mean. You've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. They're not high class. Um, they're, they're cookie sheets with some warmth underneath them. When I was in New York, I got one just for, you know, the sake of it. Uh, in college, we had a guy named uh, New York Johnny's. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His <laughs> name was New York Johnny's with an S? Oh, no. The, like his hot dog cart was oh, New York Johnny's. Okay. And he was Johnny from New York. He was rather aggressive. You know that, that New York yes. kind of personality where they're, they're nice, but they're still aggressive. Charismatic, funny, but still like scary. Yeah, a little bit like <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I, I would get down on that. Like he he got pretty extravagant with it. Like it wasn't just like their bacon wrap, hot dog in a bun. Yeah, they had like he had Peppers. all sorts of crazy shit. Okay. Oh yeah, the works, the fixins. So okay, but you, you've never paid dearly for one of those, right? Uh no, I am my childhood. My dad was known to to boil a couple of dogs on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Boiling a hot dog is the worst way to consume a hot dog. I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, sure, you got to dry them off with a little towel at the end, but grilling you get to drink the water. The best way to consume a hot dog is to cut it down the middle, hot dog style, oh, and then you grill no. it open faced. Yeah, wrong. Yeah. Wrong. What is? The best way is you cut the bottom, just one end, into tentacles, and you make a little octopus. <laughs> do you do that? How do you grill yeah. that? Oh. You boil it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. 
I don't agree with this, but I do agree with the artisticness of this. Anyway, yeah, this guy got stabbed. Everyone's okay, but man, this guy's got a bloody ass face. Like he, there's some. Looks like he has a broken nose too. But yeah, some guy got stabbed in the back. They weren't life threatening, but a 31 year old, uh, yeah, a 31 year old man was stabbed in the back, and the 21 year old other man stabbed him. So. I feel like those are two weird ages to be running a hot dog stand. I agree a little bit, and especially I feel like every time I see one, it's like an like a sixty to eighty year old man, or tiny woman. Could be a tiny woman. Tiny woman. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, like, but like respect the grind. I I do get yeah. it. You know, I, I jobs a job. Yeah. times are tough. I bet. Uh, I bet like you got a good profit on those. You know, you sell them for five bucks. Hot dog costs what? Uh, two nickel. Uh, two three nickel. Two three nickel. Two good shoe, yeah. maybe. Two good shoe. Pocket full of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> gotta stop talking inside jokes on here. I know. Okay, well that guy got stabbed. He's okay. He, he yeah. put a hot dog in his wound. You know they do like. If you're on the bat, yeah, plug yeah, it. Yeah, if you're on the battlefield and they they got the tampons and they shove it in the bullet wound, these guys yeah. come packed with the with a foot long. Just fucking, it's a, it's a through and through. <laughs> fucking a ballpark. It's Frank. a through and through on your shoulder, and you got a fucking foot long hanging out of each side of your shoulder. It just fuses. It's, it fuses on it. Yeah, the meat is the meat is more closely related to f- human flesh than any other yeah. animal. So the the meat the meat's alive. I'm a side dog. I'm a a side dog. A side dog. That's kind of cool. <laughs> That's very cool. It's so cool. Fuck, it's cool. Anyway. <laughs> side dog. Side dog. You guys man. put, a, yeah, put yeah. it on a shirt. Up, put it on a shirt. But, uh, like, put it on a shirt. Like, hey, what's up, baby? I'm side dog. <laughs> it's like Robocop made of hot dogs. I'm a side yeah. dog. Okay. Love Maybe it. Maybe he's got a dog, too. I don't know. Okay. All right, I got a related one here. What? Um, I'll shoot Nagoya police. <laughs> Nagoya police officer draws gun, defends people from charging wild boar. <laughs> wait, wait, he defends. Wait, he sold. He told the, the boar that he was going to shoot. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I think I'm saying that right. Nagoya in Japan. I believe it. Um, yeah, he, he uh, there was. There are about 10 people, and a a wild boar was, you know, rustling their feathers and started to kick up dirt and was going to charge them. So the cop pulled his gun out and said, I'll shoot. It's it's weird to me. Like, I've seen boars um, charge people. Like, I've seen it on, like, YouTube and stuff. And, you know, they yeah. they are very violent. And, oh, yeah. And they have sharp tusks and, and, and teeth and, you know, stuff like that. But it's still – it always surprises me how deadly those things are because oh still, i've seen many pig. pigs kill many men <laughs> is that what that 50 song sent uh 50 fuck man the 50 cent songs about many men no that that's a quote from uh, it's always sunny oh he says i've seen many pigs kill many men yeah hogs he just said pigs uh, hogs Frank. i believe oh <laughs> yeah. okay um but yeah, it just always kind of surprises me. I remember like in the Game of Thrones season one when like like oh, Robert Baratheon got fucking gored by a uh, boar. I'm like, what? Like, but that was a thing. People died that way. Boars are big. Yeah, 
I mean, and they're fast I, and they're nasty. I just think that I could like do like the thing where you know when people jump over the Ferrari going real quick. I feel like I could do that really? with boar. Uh, we gotta put this to the test. I could jump over a fucking boar. Do you think? I don't think you. Do you can. think you couldn't? I think I could. Fuck you. I don't. You think don't you think could. I could, but you could. You yeah. have so much worse knees than me. So that's because I spent all my life dunking a basketball. Okay, great. Well, you're still fucked now. When you <laughs> land, you're crippling. You're crumpling to the floor, and now you're face to face with that boar. Me? No, I'm I, nimble I, as fuck. Always, always keep my back to a cliffside. So if a boar is charging, <laughs> I can jump it, and it goes over the cliff. Checkmate. I always keep my back to a cliffside. Is a uh, very good way to live. You should keep <laughs> put do, it on a shirt. Keep doing that. I was. What are you in the mafia? Fuck. <laughs> like, you know, people, you know, actually, when I do go to Italian restaurants, I every time I sit down at a table, I always yeah. uh, think about that quote where you're like, you know, like you always have to people in the mafia pay, pay tribute. No, they have to. They don't sit with their back facing to the window. Yeah. Pay tribute. Oh, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Never mind. Just me paying uh, tribute so... to, the, to the mafia movies that I've seen. Sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know. No, it's it's nothing. So I Googled it. Yeah. Well, your cliffside theory? A wild boar is anywhere from 2.1 to 4.1 feet high. Two. Wait, what's the highest? 2.4? F- 4.1 foot. Oh, that's a big boar. <laughs> Should I jump right now and see how high I could jump? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Give me something I can measure. Okay. How tall... Do it next to like your your nightstands. How tall is your nightstand? Two feet? Um, nah, three, two and a half feet. Well, let me stand. No, my. Jump over your chair. This is not. Is it? Bill Gates did it. He did do it. <laughs> that is four feet. I, I'm not gonna jump over. The... Okay, no, no. The chair would have to be moving at me. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's that's also the big part is how fast it. Yeah, moves. I just want to see how, how high I could jump. I can't hear you for a second. I'm plugging my taking my headphones out. One sec. <laughs> Can you see? Wait, I'm gonna. <laughs> wait. This is I gonna gotta... be a short episode. This <laughs> is gonna be a real Can you short see the episode. Chair? I can see the chair. You don't have to jump over it. I just want to see your yeah, groin clear. Yeah, I want to see if I can get high. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just tell me. If, yeah. Ready? So imagine the chair is moving at you at 24 miles per hour. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh yeah, you've got it. You've Wait, got it easy. Did I clear it? You cleared it, but if if it if it got your knee, you're done. Yeah. Because now you're gonna be flipping face first. That's true. At this point, I'm yeah. kind of hoping that it's like a three feet four. <laughs> <laughs> I need clearance. I need, I need the clearance. Wait, let me get my chair back. <laughs> okay. Isn't science grand? Yeah, it's so good. We're scientists. We're scientists. Yeah. I mean, if that chair was moving 25 miles per hour, I think you would have. I think if you had your timing down, I think you could have done yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard though. It's hard. Now, if you had your back to a cliff. <laughs> Uh, you make a good point yeah if if i yeah i wonder if you could like kind of olay them you know like a bull like a can you sidestep a boar or are they like i feel like you wouldn't be able to i I would like i would like to think that they are pretty like 
good at like twisting, too. you know, to like redirect. I kind of agree with that. All based off of nothing. <laughs> I mean, most intuition. Of, most of the shit we do is based off of nothing. It's true. I just tried to jump over a chair, pretending it was a boar. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool stuff. Wait, is that the end of our fucking news? I got one more. Uh, Alabama pausing executions after third failed lethal injection. <laughs> and I just want to bring that up because I feel like we brought up the first one. Mm. Did we? I I know we brought up at least one failed one. I'm not sure if it was in Alabama, but... Do you think a failed one means that they lived or they, they fucking died horribly? Uh, probably both. They probably, wait, wait, it's wait, probably wait, when wait. they fail, they fail and they're suffering and they just beat them with a hammer. <laughs> Whoa, you must have read my story. There's, there's hammer beatings in my story tonight. Ruh-roh. I don't want to, I don't want to preface anything. Get you, yeah. get you boys and gals all excited for some hammer beatings but yeah there's a hammer hammer time <laughs> um yeah i don't know how you fucked that up i thought they had like three syringes uh, and then they just like the machine did it for them what did the guy not answer the phone when the governor called i pardoned him <laughs> you, you know that one the classic movie where they're like oh yeah waiting for the phone to ring I'm like, oh, that'd yeah. That'd be fucked up. Has that ever happened where the president or somebody called and was like, the president? Yeah, he pardons people, you dick. Not in the death chair. He might. Okay, so I think it says that, oh, no, that's a different story where they had to halt it because they couldn't find a vein. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a that's I got, Tennessee. I, I got a big, whatever, I got a big right? vein in my like uh my elbow pit, so I feel like I'd be fucked. This is a couple of veins to choose from. If I did heroin, I think they they rec- they uh, recluse back into your body, recede, not recluse. They recede back into yeah. your body, so you can't really see them that well. But no. should I do that as a defense mechanism? Hair- do heroin <laughs> to get your your veins down real slow. Like, why are you doing heroin? Just in case I ever end up on the death penalty bed. You never yeah. know. You never know. This is a step in the right direction. Just me doing heroin, you know? <laughs> One thing will lead to another. Yeah. It's fun. Um, get you superhuman strength. Don't do, no, don't. We're going to get sued. Don't do it, kids. It's not good for you. It does make you more handsome, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and stronger. Stronger, hand, way faster. Yeah, you you can jump over like six boars on each other's back. Smarter. Uh, it's, it's the coolest thing ever. A better, a better lover, <laughs> but a bad daddy. <laughs> so you pick and choose your battles. True. And, you could have um, all those things, but guess what? You're gonna be a bad daddy. Bad daddy. And. You're probably gonna lose your cream. Daddy's cream is gonna fall. There's no cream, and then he's gonna be a dry daddy. <clears throat> Horrible skin. It's winter time coming up. Daddy needs his cream. Oh man, how are you with your daddy cream? Uh, I I gave up on daddy's cream. You didn't you? We didn't get another prescription. No. How you feeling? Stronger than ever. I'm doing good right now. Okay. Doing good. Cool. That's good. Uh, but I did I did stop. Stop the heroin. <laughs> that's why. So there's less. That's picking. why you look so bad. 
You yes. got to get back on it. Come on. Gain like 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into these fucking stories. Jesus Christ. We're... Kids shouldn't be listening that, to this uh, anyway. If I, if I... If I if I need to, that's a joke. I can't. I, <laughs> if I need if I need to state that, that's well, a I joke. Wait, I can't wait for you to run for po- local political council of some sort and be like, David yeah. Stokes thinks heroin Le- is cool. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's get into this. Um, now, David, uh, I don't really have an intro for this story because I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna front, dude. This story is uh, mm. four pages long, so. I think I just need to get Christ. into it. it. It'll go quick. It'll go quick. But I'm just not gonna say a word. You better not. No, there's gonna, there's gonna be a little stuff to talk about. But I was I was searching, and you know me. I love the old west. I always have, and I always will. Okay, it's just just daddy's little cowboy. I was born in the wrong era. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it better when uh, my barber was my dentist. You know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's my and all and all your teeth fell out. <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, I liked getting a a chair bashed over my back for for looking at some oh, yeah. guy the wrong way. Spittoons. Man, I, I tell you what that that chair business must have been booming. Mm. I mean, maybe they just hired a guy who was bad at making chairs, so they broke easily. Like they knew they were gonna get hit with that chair yeah. at one point. Some or, goose chairs. Yeah, some goose chairs. There we go. Yeah. So I got a story today that takes place in uh, 1870s uh, Kansas, AR can No, not AR Kansas, just Kansas. Hold the AR. Um, yeah, hold it. But it's uh, it's definitely an interesting one and a pretty creepy one. As today we get into the Bloody Benders. So it was October of 1870, and five spiritualist families we're moving into Labette County, Kansas, to form a new life in the form of homesteading. So, spiritualists, you guys know them. You guys love them. It's people who could, you know, contact the nether realm and ghosts and had some kind of spiritual powers. And I guess five families decided to all move to the same county together uh, to make uh, make their own little town. So, what commune? <clears throat> there we go. So one such family, known as the Benders, had just bought 160 acres of land right next to the Great Osage Trail, which at the time was the only open road to travel further west, which is kind of interesting in itself. I had no idea um, there was one road. I mean, there's probably a couple, but one was like Oregon Trail, which was probably much yeah, more. It's not even a road. That's a trail. That's a trail. You're right. That is. No, this is. I just said Great o- o- Osage Trail, so I'm. I'm a liar. Um, so uh, two of the Benders, John Bender Sr. and John Bender Jr., traveled ahead of the rest of the family to set up shop as they spent a year building a cabin, a barn with a corral, and a well before Elvira Bender and daughter Kate Bender arrived. Man, that would suck to like show up a year before... Uh, your family moves there with your dad and just have to build everything. And then, like, mom and yeah. sis get to just pull up and hop out at the okay, after party. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going with that. I tried to catch you before you did it. Um, so the idea was to set up a, a home-slash-small-general store in order to accompany the and profit off of travelers heading further west. Uh, the cabin was divided into two rooms by a canvas wagon cover. 
uh, the benders used the smaller room at the rear of the living quarters uh, to live in, while the front room was converted into a general store where a few dry goods were sold. The front section also contained the kitchen and the dining table where travelers could stop for a meal or even spend the night, which is, I think that's, that's kind of like cool. I kind of, I mean, not necessarily in the old West, but you know, like when you watch game of Thrones or something like that, you see like the medieval shit where like you, you walk, you walk in and they give you a meal and a beer and they're like, we got a room in the back. And like, yeah. uh, you could have a shower. I'm like, imagine if like you just pulled up at a bar you drank, you ate a burger, and you got kind of drunk, and they go, we got a couple of hotel rooms here. You could crash here tonight, right? Well, I mean, every other day, you, know, you always just go to a hotel bar. God, you're smart. <laughs> or one of those gas stations that have showers. <laughs> the hot dogs sometimes, rolling around sometimes, all slippery. Sometimes I walk over to the... The, the gas stations with all the big rigs in them and I just go I get yeah, love get fucked up at the loves and then I walk out in the and I start yanking on door handles until I find a a, a cold trucker and I go are are yeah. you cold like I'm you're a, such a lot you're such a lot lizard yeah I am I'm like I'm a little furnace here <laughs> let me cr- let me crawl in that bed with you and we just cuddle sleeping in the back of the truck I've always thought sleeping in the back of the truck was a really cool thing. I think oh the little houses some of those trucks have are so exactly cool. I think it gets old after a while but like some of them got like cats and like little dogs and yeah. shit and like oh yeah like man those cats have seen more of America than I have you know it makes me <laughs> goddamn cats. makes you think so <clears throat> um they they turned their house into like a general store slash hotel Elvira and Kate Bender also planted two acres uh, of vegetable garden and apple orchard north of the cabin everything seemed peachy. Except for the fact, or, or should I say, happily, <laughs> kill me, kill me. Um, everything seemed peachy, except for the fact that the benders were awful, greedy, rude, dim-witted, and evil people. Oh, because we're gonna get into the who the benders are right now. So John Bender Senior uh, was around sixty years old and spoke little English. What little he did speak was so guttural that it was usually unintelligible, apparently. Okay. He's just constantly going goblin mode practically, you know? Love it. So, according to the May 23rd, 1873 edition of the Emporia News, he was identified with the name of William Bender, uh, Elvira Bender, who also allegedly spoke little English. Oh, he went by William Bender. That's weird. Um Elvira Bender, who also uh, allegedly spoke little English, was 55 years old and so unfriendly that her neighbors took to calling her a (laughs) she-devil. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, John Bender... I can just see that disgruntled neighbor in the front yard shaking his fist at her. Goddamn she devil! Yeah, it killing all my crows. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cool insult. It's one of the coolest insults. Yeah. It's like if you got called a she devil, no one's called any. It's kind of sexy. It is a little sexy. She devil, <laughs> like, this means like you're kind of like a sexy woman. Yeah. Who don't take no shit I'm... from old people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing your high heels, walking out in the vegetable orchard. She devil. Fishnet. Fishnet leggings. You're just—that's why they—that's why they call you She Devil because you're tempting them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she, I mean, she was 55. Not saying that there's anything wrong with the nice, 
Nice mature woman. Hey, 55 in the 1550s, man. Looking like a raisin. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 older than 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 uh, two day old milk on a on a on a on a on a month on a on a crescent moon <laughs> on a waning waxing moon. Okay, I'm done. Um, so John Bender Jr. was around 25 years old and handsome. Can you believe it? Wow. Don't you love that when you see What a handsome Don't devil. you love it? Not school. Don't you love it when you see some parents and they're just like and you're like, "Ooh, what happened? What done happened here?" Like not not very good genetics and then they pop one out and it's like a really good-looking oh, kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Cool. How did that happen? Love good it." Good for us. You know? It's it is yeah. kind of a cool situation, you know? Good for everyone. Yeah. Uh yeah. so uh he was handsome with auburn hair and a mustache, and he spoke English fluently with a German accent. I mean, we'll get into where they're from. We don't really know, okay. but he did have a little bit of a, a German accent. Hello, it's me, John Bender Jr. Little bit of one. Just a little bit. I mm-hmm. think I always go like 1942 Germany. Okay. Like, kind of like a uh, little, little, little problematic. I don't know what normal Germans sound like. Um, but John was prone to laughing aimlessly, which led many to consider him a halfwit, which is a little unfair. He's just a giggly guy. Yeah, he's just having fun. He's just a Leave him alone. Giggly guy. Leave him alone. He just likes to giggle. The little guy laugh. He's a little giggle guy. They're just cowards because they don't find anything to be happy exactly. about. Exactly. They're like, oh, he's dumb. He's giggling at uh, rocks. Funny looking. The rocks look like boobs, though. <laughs> See, it's funny. It's, it's very good. So, Kate Bender, who was around twenty-three, was uh, was cultivated and attractive. What does that mean? Cultivated, like curdled milk, <laughs> like two-day-old milk on a whack, on a on a wait on a, a waning uh, on a. <laughs> It's not not a good joke. It's good. It's so good. (laughs) Uh, He was cultivated. I mean, she was cultivated and attractive and spoke English well with a little accent again. So Kate seemed to be the only family member that was even slightly liked by the town, apparently. Um, As I stated earlier, the family considered themselves spiritualists. And more specifically, Kate herself was was a self-proclaimed healer and psychic. And she distributed flyers advertising her supernatural powers and her ability to cure illness. Ooh. Okay, Kate. Wife you up. Cure my illness. Um, She also conducted seances and gave lectures on spiritualism, for which she gained notoriety for advocating free love. Whoa. So free love was actually... Flower power, man. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I looked it up. Free love was... Basically, the idea that, like, if you're, like, attracted to anybody, like, you can be with them. Like, whether that be, like, same sex or, like, uh, uh, I guess an age difference or just, like, you know, okay. uh, different uh, 
classes of people you know like races yeah i think because i'm assuming back then that like yeah yeah i mean kansas that didn't fly no 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 probably not so she was just kind of like love is love i mean it's going to come back to bite us in the end that we're we're backing kate on this one just because of some certain things going along but kate kate's popularity became a large attraction for the benders in but that did not stop the rumors uh that did not stop the rumors from uh forming about the family so, first off, the origins of the family were believed to be German, but no documentation uh, to prove such a thing ever appeared, and people began to believe that their origins were more sinister than initially thought. Uh, with, speculation, with speculated name changes, Elvira, the wife, was rumored to have murdered several husbands, but none of these rumors were ever proven, but a lot of people were just like, oh, like, they have a hidden past, like... They're possibly from it's almost like Tommy Wiseau, where you're like, okay, you don't really know what his accent is. It kind of sounds German or like Swedish, but you're like, why doesn't he tell anybody like where he's from? What's going on there? So yeah. that was a constant thing that people were wondering. Um, also, Kate was uh, uh, purportedly Elvira's fifth daughter. And uh, some of the Benders' neighbors claim that John, John and Kate were not brother and sister, but actually husband and wife. But this was because she openly would allude that her and her brother would have urges for one another uh, oh, that no. should not be stifled. See, this is where I'm like, okay, free love's cool, but you're like, now we're dealing with like... <laughs> now we're getting to incest, so it's like, ooh, okay... Also, Kate would also uh, Kate would also publicly declare that murder might be a dictation for good. That uh, in that in what the word might deem villainy, her soul might read bravery, nobility, and humanity. That's what she would say. Which is okay. yeah, I don't know about that one. And uh, the rumors were scandalous, but nothing would compare to the actual horror, horrors that would soon uh, that were soon to come to Labette County. So uh, I just found these little blurps about each person in the family really quick, and I just thought they were really funny. Um, the first yeah. one was about the dad, and it says, The old man was a repulsive, hideous brute without a <laughs> redeeming trait, dirty, profane, and ill-tempered. Um, okay. Old Mrs. Bender was a dirty old Dutch crone. <laughs> okay. Her face was a fit picture of the midnight hag that wove the spell of murderous ambition about the soul of Macbeth. What an insult. Okay. Um, young Bender, the boy, John, uh, seen when excited, recalled the grave robbing hyena at, at once to mind. So they're like when he would like laugh and shit. I guess he would give off the vibes of like, a like you know like the ghouls who are like, <laughs> like yeah, eagle. Yeah, like ro- the gray robin dudes, you know. And then it says mm-hmm. Kate, and then the last one says Kate. Kate proclaimed herself responsible to no one save herself. I don't really know what that one means, but I'm guessing that means I think, like I think that just means like yeah, she only cares about herself. Yeah, exactly. She's like just doing what she wants to do, kind of selfish, and you know. No thought for others. So in May of 1871, the body of a man named Jones, uh, whose skull had been crushed and throat cut, was discovered in Drum Creek, which is uh, nearby. 
So the owner of the Drum Creek claimed uh, claim was suspected, but no action was taken. In February of 1872, a year later, the bodies of two men were found with the same injuries as Jones. By 1873, a year after that, reports of missing people who had passed through the area had become so common that travelers began to avoid the trail. See, the area widely... Uh, Already widely known for horse thieves and villains and uh, vigilance committees often arrested some of the disappearances. Uh, oh, so, sorry. Vigilance committees often arrested some for the disappearances only for them to be later released by the authorities. And many innocent men under suspicion were also run out of the county by these committees. So they're basically saying that these roads became so notorious they're already notorious for horse thieves and villains and stuff, but like even vigilante committees became an issue. Like the bad side of the law and the good side of the law both became a nuisance because if you were innocent walking down the road, you were either going to get robbed or a vigilante committee was going to come up, try to jail you or run you out of town. So it just kind of became a hazard to go on that road whatsoever because of, you know, uh, it's a reaction to a, a problem, but It was the wrong reaction. So the blame for these murders and disappearances fell onto thieves, robbers, and Indians, like, you know, a lot of people blamed them on, until the winter of 1872 when George Newton Longcore left Independence, Kansas. I guess that's the name of the town, Independence, Kansas, with his infant daughter, Mary Ann, to resettle in Iowa, but were never seen again. A friend and former neighbor, Dr. William York, knew of George's plans to resettle with his young daughter. So when he disappeared, he began to question folks in the area. And when Dr. William York, the guy questioning around, never returned home from his search, all hell broke loose. Because William's brother, Ed York, and Alexander York, his two brothers, uh, and Alexander York just happened to be a former Civil War general, lawyer, and a member of the Kansas State Senate. He immediately went looking for his brother, leading to a uh, leading a company of fifty men to question every traveler and homestead spotted on the uh, Osage Trail. So this guy, who was like a super powerful lawyer and like congressman, basically, you know, he's in the Senate, or whatever. He was like, "My brother's missing. He was supposed to come back." I'm going to get 50 men. I already ran a civil war. I was a general. Like I got 50 men and they just began like walking down the trail and trying to get any information they could about the missing brother, which is very nice. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good brother. Very good brother. So on March 28th, 1873, Colonel York arrived at the Bender's Inn with a Mr. Johnson explaining to them that his brother had are you laughing at that? No, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Fucker. Um, so he uh, he arrived at the Benders with Mr. Johnson, explaining to them that his brother had gone missing and asked if they had seen him. They admitted Doctor York had stayed with them and suggested the possibility that he had run into trouble with Indians. Like I said, they're always just trying to be like, "Oh, I think the Indians did something. I think they, yeah, they're bad. They did something." I mean, and hey, at, yeah. at the time, hey, war is war, you know. Like it, they probably yeah. did get a couple people and snagged them off the trail, but um, not this time. 
uh, as Colonel York agreed that this was a possible uh, that this was possible and remained for dinner on April 3rd, Colonel York returned to the inn with armed men after being informed that a woman had fled the, uh, the Bender's Inn after Elvira Bender had threatened her with knives. Elvira allegedly, allegedly could not understand English while the younger Benders denied the claim. So they showed up and they're like, yo, what's going on here? My brother's missing. You're threatening people with knives. He stayed here last. And she's like, I don't know English. I don't know English. And the kids were like, yeah, she didn't do anything. But... When York repeated the claim, Elvira became enraged, uh, said, the wo- uh, said the woman uh, who she chased off with knives was a witch who had cursed her coffee and ordered the men. Okay. And, and, and then she ordered the men to leave her house, revealing for the first time that her sense of the English language was much better than was let on. Uh, so she kind of like lied about not being able to speak, speak English to look more innocent. But when they question, that way it makes it look more guilty. Exactly. Well, when she was like, "The bitch cursed my coffee," I'm like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> really? Your coffee? You sure, it's not just Folgers. Maybe you should upgrade those grains, those coffee grounds, grounds, not grains. Drink Spring Hill Jack coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, there's the plug. There's the plug, baby. So um, before York left, uh, Kate asked him to return alone. So the daughter asked him to return alone the following Friday night, and she would use her clairvoyance abilities to help him find his brother. The men with York were convinced the Benders and a neighboring family, the Roaches, of course, were guilty and wanted to hang them all. But York insisted that evidence must be found. So they're just going to like lynch mob these people. But the brother was like, no, 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 we can't just lynch them. We got to like, make sure that like, these are the people that maybe harmed my brother. Yeah. So this was around the same time that the neighboring town began to blame the Osage community for the disappearances of all these people that were going missing. So the town, the town of Osage got together in order to solve the mystery and clear and clear their names completely. So 75 people showed up to this like town hall meeting. Uh, but I guess not one of them thought to keep an eye on the main suspect, the benders because over the next couple of days, no one noticed that they had actually disappeared and fled the town themselves. So <laughs> they like dipped out of town. Yeah. And, uh, when, you know, York and his posse like arrived at the cabin a couple of days later. They found the livestock unfed, the cabin empty of all the belongings, and a foul smell coming from the trap door hidden under a bed. They began to break Ooh. up the soil uh, and stone slab located underneath the house, but they did not find any bodies. They even moved the house entirely. <laughs> they like picked up the motherfucking house uh, to dig to dig more thoroughly under it, but. Still no bodies. So they came to the conclusion that although there were no bodies, there was a large amount of blood that had soaked into the dirt, and that was that was what was causing the odor. So they were really confused. They're like, how come there's so much blood and so much shitty smell, but there's no bodies anywhere? So when they began to probe the vegetable field just north of the farm with a metal rod, it was then they discovered... Dr. York's body buried face down 
is heels just below the surface of the soil. So they like barely buried him. They just like threw him out in the field. And th- face down is interesting. I'm not really. Like, I thought that was kind of weird too. I've never thought of anybody being buried like face down. Well, I think it was. I think the reason they even put it in there was because it is kind of an interesting thing. And two, yeah, maybe it's just like more of a an indication that these people had no respect at all. Like, yeah, I could say that. I mean, they're I would agree they're that. murdering people. Like, obviously that's bad enough, but. Just the fact that they they were like fuck it like just toss the body in there like who cares if they're buried yeah you know? so they ended up finding a total of eleven bodies in the field along with one in the well of the property it, along with in the well there was a collection of body parts which is fucking disturbing but in the well or oh, the water gone bad <laughs> oh Tezak two day milk uh when uh when did uh in the moon uh, uh sorry I'm done. I guess you know maybe that coffee was cursed if the, they're making it with a, with body water, dude. That's that's like that's even below hot dog water that, after you didn't boil the pack. You know what? We agree on something. Actually, no way. <laughs> hot dog water worse than body water. I uh, body wash. Side dog. I like to slather it all over my body in the backyard. I uh, did I mention that um, the body found in the well was a side dog body. No, they killed a side dog. Yeah, no, that must them. have been one of the first side dogs. So it, was kind of, it was one of the first side dogs. That's a shame. Yeah, so it was kind of low hot dog water. You sign up for something like that, you expect more respect. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. You expect more respect. I like that. I mean, half your body basically belongs to the government, so you know they don't let that slide. <laughs> the hot dog part. Yeah. <laughs> so they were German. So they, they had a hankering for they did, beef and tubes. Well, they didn't like this old American hot dog. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're like, "Fuck you guys!" Disgusted them. We like bratwurst and Wiener Schnitzel, yeah. and I wish I knew one other sausage. Hugenfargen. Blood sausage. That's Scottish. Is it? Yeah. I think I'm not saying it's German. I'm just saying I'm not sure where it's. Oh from. yeah, I think it's. I think it's Scottish. I I made it once. I, oh really? That's just, gross. It was, it was a wild experience. That's for yeah. sure. So um, that's a story for another time. Yes, um, it is. So all but one had their head bashed in with a hammer. There we go. And their throats cut. Uh, this is sad. The body of a young girl was found with no injuries sufficient to cause death, but it was speculated that she had either been strangled or buried alive, which is terrifying. Holy shit. Yeah, those both suck. Yeah, bad. Just bad, bad daddy, I'd have to say. So, um, so from town folks and survivors of the benders, the killing method that the benders used was pieced together. It was said, this is really interesting. It was said that when a guest stayed at the Bender's Bed and Breakfast Inn, the host would give the guest a seat of honor at the table that was positioned over a trap door in the cellar. This is what I'm talking about. You got to be aware of your surroundings when you're sitting. You got to make sure you're facing the window. You got to make sure there's uh, there's a cliff behind you. You got to make sure mm-hmm. that there's no cellar door underneath you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. red flags across the board. So, yeah. um, so. With the victims back to the curtain, there's like a, uh, you know, I mentioned that, uh, that like a uh, wagon tarp that they would put up in there to separate the two rooms from the. Mm-hmm. So 
their back would be facing that tarp, and when the victim's back was to the curtain, Kate would distract the guest, the daughter, while John Bender or his son came from behind the curtain and struck the guest on the right side of the skull with a hammer. Uh, one of the women would then cut the victim's throat to ensure death, and the body was then dropped through the trap door once uh, dropped through the trap door. Once in the cellar, the body would be stripped and later buried somewhat uh, somewhere on the property, often in the orchard. Like I said, they found 11 bodies out there, sometimes in the well with the side dog. Although some of the victims were wealthy, others carried little uh, little of value on them, and it, was a, and it was surmised that the benders had killed them simply for the sheer thrill. So they got addicted. Everything in moderation, guys. You can't just be going willy-nilly with your murdering, you know? So testimony from people who had stayed at the Benders Inn and managed to escape before they could uh, be killed appeared to support the resumed execution method of the Benders. William Pickering said that when he had refused to sit near the wagon cloth because of the stains on it, that's eerie, Kate Bender had threatened him with a knife, whereupon he fled the premises. Fucking terrifying. A Catholic yeah. priest claimed to have uh, also seen one of the Bender's me- Bender men concealing a large hammer, at which point he became uncomfortable and quickly departed. Two men who had traveled to the inn to experience Kate Bender's psychic powers stayed for dinner but had refused to sit at the table next to the cloth, instead pre- uh, preferring to eat their meal at the main shop counter. Kate then became abusive towards them, and shortly afterward, the Bender men emerged from behind the cloth. At uh, emerged from behind the cloth. At this point, the customer felt uneasy and decided to leave. A move that most certainly saved their lives. So all these crazy like experiences from firsthand witnesses were like, yeah, like now that I look back on it, they were trying to murder me. And then this is the last little eerie thing. Uh, more than a dozen bullet holes were found in the roof and sides of the cabin, and the media speculated that some of the victims had attempted to fight back after being hit with a hammer. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they, like, whipped out their guns and started Close shooting. Ones. Um, so a Kansas newspaper reported that uh, that the crowd uh, that the crowd who showed up to um, – so this became like a, a a big media thing in newspapers and like everybody started flocking to like the house to see what was like all this shit was going on. And a Kansas newspaper reported that the crowd was so incensed after finding the bodies that a friend of the benders named Brockman, uh, who was among the onlookers, was hanged from a beam in the inn until unconscious. So Brockman was a friend of the benders. And when everybody in the town was like, what the fuck's going on? They found out about all this shit. Ben Brockman was there, so they took him. <laughs> and wait, here's the best part. They hanged him from a beam in the inn until unconscious, revived him, interrogated him, then hanged him again. And after the third hanging, they released him, and he staggered home as one who was drunken or deranged. Holy shit. But... I'm just going to tell you right now, I kind of wish they yeah. did kill him because that guy, 23 years later, he got arrested for the rape and murder of his 18-year-old daughter. Jesus. I'm sorry. I didn't want to read that out loud because it's fucked up, but, like, I yeah. really fucking wish they killed him right there. Like, Yeah. 
I felt bad for him at first. No, that's what I that see. I, that's why I wanted to like air it out. I'm like, yeah. no, no, fuck this dude. Like he deserved all three hangings and maybe. A I mean, you know what? At the time, he probably didn't deserve that. No, dude. No, but he earned it in the end. No, these people were accomplices in like different. Okay, like, I'll talk about it towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Um. So walked home looking like a drunk. A Roman Catholic prayer book was found in the house with notes inside written in German, which were later translated. The text read, Johanna Bender, born July 30, 1848. John Gebhardt came to America on July 1st, 18, question mark, question mark. And then it said, Big Slaughter Day, Jan 8th. And then the last thing they said, it says, Hell Departed. So there's all these like creepy German sentences in this book that were like kind of alluding to murder. Um, yeah. So words of the murder spread quickly and more than 3000 people, including reporters from as far as New York city and Chicago visited the site. The Bender cabin was destroyed by souvenir hunters who took everything, including the bricks that lined the cellar and the stones lining the well, which is crazy that like, 3,000 people showed up and just started tearing apart the house, like, by hand. Yeah. I mean, but, like, wouldn't it be kind of interesting to, like, have a brick from that house? Yeah. Like, now. Yeah. They uh, they tore down my old elementary school recently, and my mom stole a brick. Oh, really? And gave it to me. Yeah, I'm in my backyard. Oh, there's probably a lot of murder that happened there. <clears throat> yeah. My backyard? Yeah. <laughs> so... Detectives uh, following wagon tracks discovered that the Bender's wagon abandoned with the, so they like I said they fled. So detectives started to follow them right after they fled, and they discovered uh, Bender's the Bender's wagon tracks, uh, and they found their cart abandoned with the starving team of horses with one of their mares lame. So one of them had a broken leg and they couldn't keep going, so they abandoned the cart. Through confined train t- uh, confirmed train tickets and eyewitnesses, it is said that they traveled to an outlaw colony uh, thought to be in the border region between Texas and New Mexico. They were not pursued, though, because uh, as lawmen following outlaws in that region often never returned, which is fucking scary in the first place. Like, yeah, all the cops were like, we're not going after him because nobody returns. Like, you just get murdered if you travel over here which is so crazy so one detective later claimed that he had traced uh traced the pair to the border where he had found that john jr had died of apoplexy and i didn't know what that was and i looked it up it's internal bleeding it's like a stroke okay he basically had a stroke uh that's one detective claims that it is said that instead of going south after uh john jr got apoplexy uh, they actually traveled to Missouri, but the trail of hard evidence goes cold there. And then the rest is all speculation. Like I said, I even think John Jr. having apoplexy, that might have been speculation as well. I'm not 100% sure because one detective claimed it. But like, um, but just to read some of the theories of what happened to him, because uh, I'm almost towards the end. Several groups of vigilante- vigilantes were formed to search for the benders. Many stories say that one vigilante group actually caught the benders and shot all of them but Kate, whom they burned alive because she was, you know, a witch. witch. Another group claimed that they had caught the benders and lynched them before throwing their bodies into the 
Verdigus River. Yet another claim to... Oh, not the Verdigus! <laughs> That's where I get all my macaroni water, god damn it. <laughs> I've been getting my drinking water from that goddamn well and my macaroni boiling water from the Verdigus. <laughs> not the Verdigus. So, yet another claim to have killed the uh, Benders during a gunfight and buried their bodies on the prairie. No one, but no one ever claimed the $3,000 reward that was put out for them, which would be $68,000 in 2022. Hard to turn down. I know. I, some guy's like, I just chose to do the hard work and bury them. I was thinking about collecting the $68,000, but then I thought to myself, well, hell. I think I could use a little manual labor. I've seen the movie Holes. I know it builds character. I'm going to go dig a hole. Like, what the fuck? Just like... Tur- I, I mean, I I feel like I wouldn't have even buried them. I just let them out to get eaten I, by something. To be completely honest, I still kind of have a problem with the Navy SEALs, like Navy SEAL Team 6 being like, oh, we just like dumped Bin Laden's body in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, I don't think you killed him. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I guess with that situation, like it would be uh, nice to have, you know, proof of the corpse. I wish you just told me you like fucking shoved a grenade in his mouth and then he just it was like a, a wall splatter. Like we got one of his food. Yeah, but say like you shot him and you had his body on the boat and then everybody had like a sentimental moment and was like, I forgot they did Viking that. funeral fucking throw him in the water. Like, no, bring him back. I want a picture. Yeah. I kind of don't believe them. Right? Why did everybody just go like, we got him? Because he never existed. <laughs> I'm like creating conspiracy theories that probably, they probably already exist, but anyway. Yeah, we need to, I, you know, you know about uh, the uh, Terry Porzier tweet about Bin Laden? <laughs> I'm going to just Google it real quick so I can get the exact quote. I don't even know who uh, Terry Porzier is. Uh, I almost done with the story just to let you know. Too. Terry Rozier. Oh, I don't know who that is. Terry Rozier, NBA player. Yeah. Um, he said Osama should have hooped instead of trying to kill people because he tall as hell. Is he? <laughs> ben Lon, I think he was pretty tall. I mean, he kind of looked lanky, but he was always like sitting down, looking like gaunt as fuck in a cave. Uh, he was six five. Damn, pretty tall. With turban on, probably like six eight. Yeah, but yes, uh, Osama should have hooped instead of trying to kill people because he tall as. What hell. a brave tweet of him! That's a brave man right there. <laughs> that was May first, uh, two thousand eleven. I think he is hooping in the Russian league. You never know. I you know I I think I, maybe next episode I'll do an episode just about the things found on. Bin Laden's computer. I oh yeah, and find out where his fucking body is. I want to know all the conspiracies. That's a great one. Find out all the conspiracies on him because I'm actually super curious. I want to know what happened to his fucking body or what people think happened to it because I don't know. Anyway, well, I mean, there is the classic conspiracy theory that like he was like a U.S. government guy because Nylon was an inside job. Well, his dad was friends with like Bush Senior, and like there are pictures of bin laden with i think with like some president or senators like they were connected like his family was like a rich family and i think they were connected 
somehow with America, and then he became radicalized after whatever. But there are pictures yeah. with him and prominent people, I think. Yeah. Which is crazy to just begin with, but... Yeah. Anyway, uh, let me finish up the story. I have one more paragraph. So, the story of the Benders, uh, the Benders' escape spread, and the search continued on and off for the next 50 years. Uh, often, uh, often, two women traveling together were accused of being Kate Bender and her mother, which was an issue. I didn't go into a whole... They had a whole other article about, like, or a whole other section of the Wikipedia about, like, these two women and how they were, like, accused of being them, and they denied it. But one of them, like, kind of, like, caved under the pressure, and she's like, oh, I think I – I don't get those people who go, like, oh, yeah, I am the person. And they're like, clearly not. They're like, oh, yeah, you're this missing child. And they're like, yeah, I am. And then, like, they do a DNA test, and they're like, you're not. And they're like, oh, sorry, I lied about that. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Anyway, so – um Hey, white lies, man. <laughs> realize, realize, realize. Um, in 1884, it was reported that John, F- oh, John Flickinger, Flickinger, John Flickinger, uh, had committed suicide in Lake Michigan. Also, in 1884, an elderly man matching John Bender Senior's description was arrested in Montana <clears throat> for a murder committed near Salmon, Idaho where the victim had been killed by a hammer blow to the head. A message requesting positive identification was sent to uh, Cherryvale, but the suspect severed his foot to escape his leg irons and bled to death. By the time a deputy from Cherryvale arrived, identification was impossible due to decomposition. Despite the lack of identification, the man's skull was displayed as that of Pa Bender in a salmon saloon until Prohibition forced its closure in 1920 and the skull disappeared. Whether John Flickinger was really John Bender is still unknown. So this fucking guy, John Flickinger, literally committed suicide by chopping off his foot because he got arrested for murdering a guy with a hammer and then they took his skull and put it in a bar for the next 40 years saying this is pa bender's skull dude that's pretty cool it's fucking crazy man anyway so that's the they never caught the family they well i mean whatever like I, I assume some of them died confirmed or, yeah i mean the dude was like 60 they all died <laughs> They're all in Argentina. But, like, no, seriously, it's crazy. I mean, they're already 60 and 55. Like, you're you're skating on thin ice in the Wild West with with those ages. But, like, it's just crazy that they never caught them or they never pursued them. Or, I don't know, man. What what happened to Western justice? Yeah. You know? The West died. (laughs) Left my heart in the West. Anyway, so that's the story of the Bloody Benders. Very interesting. There is, like, more information, uh, theories about them. But, like, I just kind of gave you guys the, the the bones and the and the flesh. Still yeah, some the more potatoes. S- there's still some more skin out there you can look into. But uh, you got the gist. 
Alrighty, Tobin. Uh, with this episode coming out, well, I have it. I wrote this saying that it's coming out right after Thanksgiving, but we talked earlier about putting this out before Thanksgiving because I really, I feel like my story would be a great listen before the big meal. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <clears throat> so yeah, I figured we should celebrate with a story that has to do with eating. Mm. Now, I know cults are usually your kind of thing, but I saw this and said to myself, oh, crap, I can't let that slip away. I'm cult cannibalism um, and Nazi. You know me. Yeah. Um, and uh, now it's no surprise that all cults are led by unstable people who have a type of charisma that can convince people to do some really shitty things. And this stinker of a cult leader was no different. This, uh, this story takes us to a remote area of Thailand, which I think that's like two out of three of my stories have been from Thailand since we have come back to our... Dude, I almost, chose uh, a, I almost chose a story and then it had Nazis in it. I was like, dude, there can't be like... I can't bring up Nazis three times in like the for, like first three weeks. People are going to start questioning stuff. So I was like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not, not doing any Nazi stories. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we're we're back in Thailand, uh, where a man named Thai Nanra, who called himself, or calls himself, the father of all religions, Whoa. started, yeah, kind of a wild, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. It's bad uh, daddy. Yeah, it's a bad daddy. Um, started a little following where his followers called him Fra Baita. Which translates to spiritual father. Mm-hmm. Uh, many cults start from a person promising something to their followers, and the spiritual father promised to cure all of his followers' illnesses and diseases. Oh, that's like but, that's like Kate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's actually a lot of very similar things and numbers in this sto- in both of our stories, oh, wow. which was kind of interesting. Um. But there was a catch, and there's always a catch, especially this shitty catch. Uh, His followers were directed to eat his literal shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, it's it's, it's getting better. I have to say this, because I just literally thought of this. I would be... So fucking embarrassed if anybody ate my shit. <laughs> like literally, I if I like shit on a plate and someone's like, I want. If somebody's like, I want to eat your shit and I shit on yeah. a plate, I'd be like, uh, I I don't I, I don't think I ate Let that. Let me try well. this again. This one looks this one looks I mean, bad. I don't think I ate that well yesterday. I'm sorry. Like it, it might taste bad and like like imagine yeah. like this guy must be fucking crazy. Just be like, eat my yes. shit. I like you said so, literal shit. I just wanted to make it clear that they were eating his feces. This is not a metaphor of eat my shit. Like, no, they're eating fecal matter. So his followers were directed to eat his literal shit, (laughs) saliva, (laughs) mucus, urine. Okay, urine's okay. I'm like kind of like, (laughs) I'm not okay with it, but like Bear Grylls did it, so it's okay. Um, shit again. Um, <laughs> Wait, is he making a shit sandwich with all the middle? Uh, twice consumed. Um, the dead skin, including dandruff. Stop. That's the grossest and, one. And uh, 
And the cherry on top is uh, to a he- the cherry on top to a healthy long life was to eat his cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one he was just like. Yo, I'm like running out of shit for them to eat. Like I'm out of bottle. Yeah. Like he's like I give the garbage is full. He's like I could give them my blood, but like I'm scared of needles. Like he literally ran out of. I mean, no, he had one more card to play, but I don't think it. Vomit. Oh yeah, vomit. I was gonna say earwax, um, but you're right. It's goose grease. Yeah, is that what we call it? Oh, uh, do you not? Uh, never mind. What's goose grease? Um, you ever been like backpacking like for a long time and butter? you haven't? Maybe no truffle butter or something else. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. No, it's not yeah, that. It's not that. No, goose. goose grease is when you've been like backpacking or like going on a long trip or camping, and you get that kind of greasy film in your crotch region. Oh my god! You ever had that? <laughs> I want to say no to make you feel self-conscious, but probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can light a candle. It's flammable. Yeah. No wick. No no wick. It's a cantle. Cantle. Uh, I love that. I fucking love cantles. That's so good. Oh, That's so good. Put, you put a $100 bill at the bottom of a cantle you're never going to get That's to. That's so it. great. Yeah, it's like putting in a block of ice. I love that shit. Uh, so the spiritual father, uh, cigarette butts. It, oh, in in the spiritual father's defense, it was uh, it was stated that he never forced anybody to do this. He only promised them good health in doing so. <laughs> it's usually not forcing. People don't eat shit off like being forced to eat shit. Literally, yeah, it's manipulation, which is worse yeah. than forcing somebody. Now, being at the ripe age of 75, Thai was... Oh, shit was probably so gross. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's probably so gross. It was probably close to living and dying watching these people chug his piss and knife and fork his dumps, but it wasn't... (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's an image. <laughs> I bet it's. I, I bet. I bet. The, I bet it's fork tender. I bet it's spoon fed. Mm. Um, What's the mouthfeel in that dump? Ah oh, man. Okay, but it wasn't until May eighth, uh, twenty twenty two, that the police received a tip. So That's not the tip uh, of his dick, right? He didn't cut that off and make that no. either, right? No, okay, no, no, good, no. Good, good, good. Uh, a 56-year-old woman named Genjira told police uh, that her 80-year-old mother went to the Colts campsite and never returned. And after a year passed of trying to find her mother, she went to a Thai celebrity shaman named Jirafan uh, Fetakuhutu. You don't know him? He's famous. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, I guess he is. Uh, to see if the shaman could get some answers from the cult leader. You know, she's like, they're kind of in the same realm. You guys are buds, right? You ever eat his shit? <laughs> yeah, I've been living great ever you since. Ever uh, pop a dingleberry in your mouth? It's like... Pop a little deer turd in yeah. there, like some m and what are those things called that you buy them at the movie theaters? They're ice creams. I think they're called dibs. 
Do you remember Dibs? Dip Dippin' Dots? No, 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 not Dippin' Dots. They were like um, Nestle Crunch. They were like little ice cream. They looked like tater tots, but they were vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate. And they kind of had that like um, that like crunchy like Hagen Dazs dipped uh, f- or uh, you know like the ice cream. Yeah, I know. I I know. Yeah, Dibs. I I don't think I. It sounds delightful. They're great. Yeah, that sounds but great. But shit formed. But shit formed. Yeah. Uh, and no ice cream. They're called uh, don'ts. <laughs> uh, in, in the shaman's investigation, he was told by the spiritual father that Moy, uh, the woman's mother, was forbidden to go home. And oh, no. when and when Jinjira brought this news to the police, they decided to take her, you know, request more seriously and investigated a possible abduction. You know, someone being held against their own will. Mm -hmm. As the police arrived, they started to talk to cult members who told the authorities that they believed uh, Thai was the father and the god who could cure them of their illnesses. While some demonstrated the practices of drinking the old man's piss and eating skin tags (laughs) and the skin flaking off of his arm. You're loving this way too much. Yeah, because I'm picturing, like, I mean, this, the skin tag is the grossest part of a, any person. Like, I have, like, I feel like I might have a couple, like, oh, like a one or two in my armpit. I don't know. But, like, the skin tags are just like, what the fuck, dog? You eating skin tags? What? Uh, a female member in defense of her leaders said that uh, she did not smell any unpleasant smells while eating his shit. <laughs> Literal poop. Literal poop. Um, Her excuse was that only individuals with a, in quotes, tainted mind Mm. would smell the shit as something smelling bad. Oh, they they gaslight me for gagging when I was eating a fucking dump. Yeah. Oh, you gagged? Oh, you must be one of those naysayers. (laughs) You must be tainted. Uh, Mm, I could tell. Yeah. I didn't want to. Look at, I didn't want to date you in the first place. Look, you're fucking. This guy doesn't belong. You never. Oh, you can't eat this shit without <laughs> gagging. <laughs> Little bitch, dude. Wait, uh, wait. I just have it. Like, do you think this guy, when he turned seventy, he was just like, I done everything. Like, I lived a long <laughs> life. I. You think I get people to eat my shit? I haven't done that. Hey, this is a, this is his punishment for getting last in fantasy football. <laughs> Um, like, John, you gotta start a cult and make people eat your shit. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> wish I didn't wish I didn't pick uh Fuck you, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I wish I, I was I was literally trying to name one NFL player that was relevant and I couldn't think God damn it, Jonathan Taylor, you're a bust this year. <laughs> uh although all this stuff is disgusting and obscene, I'm not entirely sure if it's illegal. Um uh, I was wrong. It is. Uh, really? This is, I wrote this before I got to the end. Uh, morally wrong, but maybe not illegal. It it is. Uh, but this diet wouldn't be what caught the cops' attention. It was the eleven dead bodies they found. Whoa, that's what you're talking about. Your story 11. had eleven dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, at the Colts campground, eleven corpses were found, which unfortunately would include Thani's own mother. Oh. Um, which honestly, I kind of felt like this article I was reading 
might have mixed up Thani with Janjira. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because the, the, the girl that was, was looking for the yeah, mom. Yeah, who's Thani? Thani's the he's the leader. Oh, do you think his own mother was there too? I don't know. I I, I really we, think it was a typo. Yeah, because I was gonna say because they didn't reference he his mother. He was fucking seventy five. There's no way it was his fucking yes. mother. Yeah. So I think that was a typo. I think it, I think it was. Ago. Yeah, I think it was Jeanjira's mom. I, I think the the article had a typo. I think you're right. Uh, That's one these dead bodies. For. Yeah. So uh, these dead bodies would consist of elderly people to people as young as one year old as a one year old. Oh no. Elder, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to murdering elderly people, but like, elderly people is one thing, and then like, because you're like, oh, they live most of their life, and the one year olds, you're like, dude, what was going on? Or like, you might think like, elderly people, maybe they ate the shit and had a heart attack because it was that yeah. tasty. I assume. Best thing there, yeah. Either. They're like, I don't want to live anymore. I just peaked. I just peaked. Kill me. Kill me. Hurry. So the 11 dead bodies consisted of the sick followers who, if you can believe it, did not get better after eating various body fluids of Thali. Oh, um, so they died of and, causes? Uh, I mean, they died from their illnesses. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and even on their deathbeds, they believed that their spiritual father... Uh, they they believed in their spiritual father, saying that they wanted their bodies to remain there for the father to send them to heaven. But it was also a rule that followers of the cult were unable to leave the campsite or go home even after death. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the bodies were never buried, but they were put into wood coffins and the bodies were not preserved. So those coffins were real nasty. Uh, The followers even made holes and connected pipes at the bottom to collect fluids leaking from the dead bodies. Stop, 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 What? Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, The article does not go into detail of what would happen to said death fluids, but I will leave it to your imagination. So, yeah. Uh, Thali was arrested May 8th with the charges of encroaching on forest land. Uh, that's what they always get him for. And violating the Public Health Laws and Disease Control Act. Oh, see, that's what I was kind of curious about. Like, what actually did, like, what was the law he was breaking? Like, if yeah. you ask people to eat your shit, who's who's actually, like, is it the person who shit? It is, or if it's the person who's eating it. Yeah. Or is it the person, if there's like, I don't know, if there's evidence of you convincing somebody to eat your shit. There's a lot of gray water area. <laughs> you're, you're right. Clever. <laughs> I like that. That was good. But, and, and, yeah, I this was one of those stories I had I had no witty way of ending it. That's just. I mean, I don't think there's any. Yeah, it. I don't think there's any. I mean, I think it was the most interesting. It. In a weird way, it kind of makes it slightly better. I thought this guy was like straight up murdering people, but like he, he no. but he almost like slightly he was he was coaxing them into their death. Well, it was like it's kind of like the same guy who I don't know if there's a guy involved, but like you know, like uh, when 
Steve Jobs got sick with cancer and he they're like, Oh, you oh, do yeah. chemo and he's like, I'm just gonna eat fruits and vegetables and then like by the time he was like on his deathbed, he's like, I think I fucked up, I should have done the chemo, like this didn't work. Yeah. It's kind of like that situation where like maybe this old person I don't know where they lived in you said Thailand, right? They yeah. might not have had modern medicine to the point where like if they had cancer that they could get that treatment. That that was this year. Oh, really? Yeah, he was arrested May 8th, 2022. Well, I still don't know what Thailand's like. I've never been. I don't really know what they could have lived in a rural part. Maybe they lived in a, like a more of a city. But um, regardless, he kept them from possibly seeking other medical attention, even if they yeah. were terminal. Like they didn't need to spend their last fucking months eating some old man shit because yeah. of a power trip. And maybe he did believe it. And he has his own yeah, mental illness, does. but he's still he's still alive. He's still doing it, right? Well, no, he's in jail. Oh, he went to jail. Yeah, he was arrested. Oh, but oh. you know, I don't. I tried just googling his name and couldn't find too much on it. That was at least in English. Yeah. Um. And sometimes certain languages, I feel like Thai is one that, um, when you click like the Google Translate, like it can be kind of rough. Like oh, it yeah. doesn't quite doesn't quite get the translate mm-hmm. right. But yeah, yeah, they were they were out there. Holy shit! Eating shit, drinking piss. Well, like I kind of snorting dead skin. Well, I was gonna say it all kind of makes. I mean, it it doesn't make sense, but it all follows like a certain like loose law of like or a loose rule of being like this is from the body of our Messiah, our spiritual father. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, I mean, look at look at Christianity. You know, they drink his blood and eat his yeah his skin no, fair enough i mean sure it's wine and crackers but fair enough but no one's making fucking eat uh no one's making people eat jesus's spent roaches yeah, like it's true. that's where i'm like okay i get like shit piss fart skin tags but then he's like eat my cigarette butts and somebody that should have been the that doesn't even come from his body yeah, like that should have been the mode where someone's like mm, wait a second I think he's yeah, just seeing what he could get us to eat now. Yeah. So. Uh, this one's still lit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, let me burn you. He's like, Wu-Tang that shit. <laughs> he's like that. You ever seen that fucking meme where the guy, like, he, he goes, he like fucking sucks in the roach and fucking swallows it. And the guy goes, hey, do you know where the 7-Eleven is? He goes, he just fucking ate that roach, motherfucker. You ever <laughs> seen that? So, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I've seen gonna... many men eat many roaches. I'm going to send you that video after we're done. He just ate that fucking roach, motherfucker. The video always freaked me out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's called Wu-Tang. It is it. called Wu-Tang. It. Why? Is that a song? Uh, I think Method Man always did. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. It's the worst thing ever. I don't know. Uh, I love M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Who doesn't? Anyway, Mr. Meth. So, <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, 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 that concludes our episode. Shit, piss, skin tag, cigarette butts, and uh, 11 dead bodies. So uh, thank you guys once again. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, If you guys want any more information, go to Camp Strange Podcast on Instagram. Go to Camp Strange Podcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Share it with a friend. Play it at your Thanksgiving dinner. Get everybody all grossed out. And... uh, be kind to one another, you know? Um, but I think that concludes our episode for today. And we love when you stick around 
listen, and we love telling you these stories. So, um, David, do you have anything, anything to say before we officially head out? Yeah, you guys are welcome um, for everybody this year cooking their first turkey, and they really botch it. You know, they do a terrible job, and the turkey's either, you know, burnt to a crisp or it's still raw, and you got to eat. Just play your family this episode. Let them listen to my part, and no one's going to want the turkey. No one's going to want it. Also, don't deep fry frozen turkeys. Don't do it. It'll yes. cause a big fire. <clears throat> and also, I am thankful for everybody listening. Yeah. We, we're we all, oh, that's nice. Yeah. What a nice thing to say. I'm like a little sour sour patch kid. Yeah, you know? he's sweet, too. Sour than sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll cut your ponytail <laughs> off, but then he'll give you a kiss. I'll make a keychain out of it. <laughs> Give it to you. Give it all your friends. <laughs> so, um, I am also thankful for all of you. And it's, Boo, it's copycat. Fun. I'm thankful for David. Oh, uh, fuck and you, I'm man. thankful for the four years we've been doing this podcast because it's kept, it's kept us connected all these years, even though we, we're still connected. But he moved and uh, <laughs> I stayed and... You know, it's sometimes a little hard to communicate with your friends when you're not near each other. So this podcast is a great way to uh, stay in touch and get fucking grossed out. So uh, <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. And uh, you're all of our friends, too. Don't forget it. Unless, like, uh, you show up at our house. I'm going to pretend not to know you. Yeah, that's not. Don't, don't do you that. fucking show up at my house. Don't do it. I got a lot of shit I got to eat. I gotta, I'm busy. So busy. Anyway. Uh, David, uh, you already said your piece, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, love you guys. And don't forget to stay strange.